Hey guys, we're so excited to have uh, to have you all with us again for this third episode of the Am I Pretty Now podcast. We're also super proud of you guys, by the way, for being able to make it this far with us as yes, well. Yes, thank you. Um, so that being said, I'm just going to kind of turn it over to Haley here for today. She has our topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so grab your seat, grab a drink, and let's get started. All right, friends. So today we are going a little bit of a different direction than the last two topics that we've done. Um, we're going to dig a little into the dangerous dyes Ooh. of history. Okay. Yes. Um, today in particular is going to be about um, a shade of green. It's been called Paris green or Shields green. Um, pretty much used in a little bit of everything. Okay. Um, from wallpaper, carpets, dresses, to toys and candy. Um, oh. And as we get a little bit into the... I don't know if something that goes in your walls <laughs> should like be in your food also. Oh, it did. Okay. It absolutely okay. did. Yeah. Um, and we're going to find out why it was pretty dangerous to be consuming this. Okay. Um, so let's start out with a little bit of history about it. Mm-hmm. All about it. All about it. So it was developed in or around... 1814 uh, by a German company called the Wilhelm Dye. It's always, always a German company. Always, you know. Always. <laughs> there's just a little bit of questionable history there. Yeah, yeah. But it's fine. Um, and it was specifically developed by a Swedish chemist called, um, okay, so I couldn't find his first name. Okay. <laughs> now that I said that. Um, his last name was Scheele. Which okay. is the namesake so of Shields Green. Shields Green. Okay. Um, so the reason that this was developed was because gaslighting, not the terrible dating um, <laughs> right. sit that's going what on. I thought, of, I thought of that uh, or that movie by that same name, like back in the day. I oh. think where it came from, like Angela Lansbury was in it. Oh, I don't think Well, I've one seen of the this. versions. Yeah, a guy literally like gaslights his wife. What the hell like he was like turning the gas lights off and on in the house and stuff and outside and really? like and she's like oh, did you see that and he's like you're crazy you're crazy he was gaslighting like, with gaslight he was literally yeah <laughs> yeah i mean he was doing a bunch of other things too but amongst others yes kiss. yes yeah check it out <laughs> well that's definitely not the gaslighting okay. that i was talking about okay. um gaslights as in no electricity at the time mm-hmm. um was becoming really popular in um like personal homes at yes. this point um and so a lot of women wanted to show off their dresses now that people could see them a little bit more um that's so funny so there was no like nice greens which okay. is the whole reason nice green dyes. Right. So that's the whole reason that a an entire dye company spent their time trying to come up with this new color. So specifically like green people wanted to wear. I just started getting into green a few years ago. Ever <sighs> since I've colored my hair blonde. Yes. I have been more down for green clothes yeah. and actually i would say like army green mm-hmm. like olive green mm-hmm. is kind of one of my favorite colors right now hmm. i've been told i look in like an emerald Ooh, like a like a jeweled yeah green. yeah yeah okay mm-hmm. i could see that i tend more toward the swamp colors <laughs> um, <laughs> but i've been told i look good in the uh more vibrant jewel tones yes nobody else has told you you look good in swamp colors. You are dubbing it the swamp color. That is color. just me. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's that's my term for it. <laughs> See, yeah. I don't think emerald green is a swamp color, though. 
It's not. I mean, I usually like tend more toward that. Okay. So I'd be okay. down with your like olive. Yes, that is definitely swampy. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've I've never gotten compliments on it though. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, womp yeah. womp. Yeah. Shame, shame. Yep. If anybody sees Erin in a swamp color, tell her. Tell she me looks I look great. good. <laughs> um. So. So, but like particular <laughs> green. Yes. Like, was there? Why was green so popular? Do you, I mean? Maybe it was just one of those shades that they just, they couldn't get the right one. I feel like that's what it was. Um, I imagine that being in the dark or with like limited lighting, green is probably a hard color to get to like show. Yeah. For people to actually see and acknowledge. I also just don't think it was a common color that was being used at the time. I think it was more of the like vibrance, blues, uh, purple is a really big color. Okay. That has always been really hard to to get to take into fabrics and stuff. So I feel like just other colors were a little bit more <laughs> priority. Okay. <laughs> over the green. Yeah. And then finally, you know, some some ladies were like, what about the green girls? Yes. Green's my favorite color. What about color. us? Yeah. Where yep. are all my dresses? Yep. Yeah. I feel like that had to have a lot to do with it. Um, like we don't have them because they all look like you live in the swamp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You look like you just crawled out of the swamp, yep. ma'am. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> Um, I also think that one of the bigger reasons, and probably the more prominent reasons, again, with this topic, it's going to come up actually like right after I say this, yeah. is that uh, uh, like development and ingredients and dye specifically, it was just a hard color to come up with a dye that would properly color Okay, right. Fabrics. That would end up like actually being what they wanted it to in, in the yes, end. Yeah. Yes. Um, and the reason I say that is because the um, ingredients of the of the uh, dye are, are terribly dangerous. Um, so it's a very unstable chemical compound, and it's a mixture of arsenic mm. and copper, mm. um, which together becomes... Off to a strong start. <laughs> just super strong start. Yeah. Let's just put the most dangerous... Um, I mean, I get... Pause, rewind. I'm not yes. going to say that. I was going to say that they probably didn't realize it, but the developers literally knew how dangerous the ingredients in and this they just dye said, were. And they said, we're going to do it anyway. But the ladies requested it was basically their wow. answer. Yeah. Like, so really <laughs> they're like, kill them with kindness. We're doing them a favor. (laughs) It might kill them, but we're doing what they want. But they better appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, Wow. When you combine those two ingredients, arsenic and copper, it becomes a a compound called copper arsenite. It's not used, uh, well, it's used in, um, especially currently, bug sprays. Is like the biggest <laughs> yeah. bug insecticides. Oh, wonderful. Okay. Is really yeah. what that product okay. is used for. Um, because arsenic is basically used to kill whatever yeah. you are putting it in, on, or around. Wow. Yeah. Maybe these guys just really didn't like the color green. <laughs> I like, mean, we'll just get rid of everyone who likes the color green. <laughs> I. Then we don't have to do this anymore. I wouldn't. I'd have been like, forget it. Yeah, no. Crisscross them out. No. I don't care about the green. No. Don't need I don't, it. I don't need it. <laughs> but again, it comes back to, although, now these were chemists. So I feel like they knew because it, it's literally their job to know that these are very dangerous compounds. Right. But for people like you and I at the time, 
somebody had said arsenic, they were using it in so many other products and they were using it for so many different types of treatments that to them at the time, I feel like they were just, um, it was almost like a like a trigger sales word. Yeah, they were like, oh, I've heard of that. Yes, like, oh, arsenic, I heard that was in something yeah. else and it did wonders for yeah. so-and-so. Oh, it's in this dye? Even better, like free treatment and I look good at the yeah. same time? Okay. I feel like that had to have been the attitude. <laughs> Probably. Right? I mean, these are the same people who are, what, like taking opium and doing cocaine? Yeah, yeah. Like for medical reasons? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like they just... A it was arsenic in your dress? Mm. It was a little bit of a YOLO period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um... Man, they really did. Like, you think of everyone as being, like, really stodgy back in the day, but, like, they really went for it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And arsenic's going to be something that comes up in a lot of future topics, it does. too. It does. Yeah. Um, Definitely next week's, for sure. It's it's going to come up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of, like, chem but not chem mm-hmm. is going to be happening mm-hmm. <laughs> over these episodes. Um, so bust out your periodic tables, friends. <laughs> yep. You might want to have them handy. <laughs> Consult your charts. Um, so the next part that I just wanted to, well, actually, one thing I should mention is, um, arsenic is obviously super lethal. Mm -hmm. We all know that at this point in 2021, um, it only takes about an eighth of a teaspoon of arsenic in gallons I should have looked it up and noted it way better. I literally only wrote down an eighth teaspoon yeah. is lethal. Um, but even dousing it and um, uh, diluting it yeah. in um, some kind of liquid is it's still, that's all it takes is one eighth of a teaspoon to be lethal to people. And once we get into like some of the specific like stories that I have of like mm-hmm. pop, pop culture of yeah. where it shows yeah. up, it was literally hundreds of thousands of gallons of dye that the uh, arsenic was being put into so, just, so you're just straight it's just a murder dress <laughs> really is what it is it's just 100 murder, murder by fashion <laughs> yeah. wow okay yes um so so like original fashion victims original Maybe, fashion yeah. victims yeah and and like i said it wasn't even just that though it was wallpaper toys uh candy like it, this it became a part of like everyday life exactly so when we get down to discussing like uh populations that it really affected usually you hear the aristocracy right the higher ups mm-hmm. the kings the queens nobles all of those people this is a really unique um topic in that it affected literally everyone equal opportunity equal opportunity um kids were using toys um, in particular, I saw a lot of like teething toys. Oh no! So they were okay. literally ingesting it, and then it hit older men, older women. Um, we'll we'll get into it a little bit later, okay. but it's believed that even Napoleon may have been secondhandedly killed by um, he, arsenic poisoning. Yeah. So it it hit everybody from wee bitty babes to the poor to the rich to the wealthy, just, just everyone, yeah. anybody anybody was included in that wow um so the symptoms of arsenic poisoning yes it's rough oof i mean obviously it's very lethal 
So symptoms usually only take about 30 to 60 minutes after um, being exposed to so like start fast. showing up. Extremely fast. 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 Yeah. Um, and it would only take days, maybe a day, to kill somebody. It didn't last very long. Once you were poisoned, it was basically a death sentence at that point. And it could happen within like a day to, I saw upwards of maybe two days that it took to kill people. Um, families were losing multiple. Uh, there's another story that we'll get into a little bit later. Uh, family lost multiple children Yeah, to it because they couldn't figure out where. It was considered like a mystery illness. Um, but it would just, it would take them so quickly that it was hard to even come in and investigate. Because it just, it could have been anything. Yes. And the, it, once we get through some of these symptoms, um, people wouldn't be coherent enough because it, it does affect neurological um, happenings as well. So some people wouldn't even be there enough to tell the doctors or the medical like investigators what? what it might have been. Yeah. Um, so with initial exposure, typically the first symptoms are open ulcers, um, mm. <laughs> blisters, weepy, um, and they will be on the skin wherever that dye has touched. Okay. So you figure if women are wearing dresses, men are wearing suits and jackets. Oh, It everywhere. was literally like everywhere. 90% of their body. Yeah. Um, and the blisters would end up causing like uh, pop marks yes. or, um, oh, what's the other word? I was going to say craters. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the skin that was affected, it also would thicken the skin. So if they didn't die, they would just end up. It was disfiguring. Oh, wow. It was 100% disfiguring. Um, and then it would also discolor the skin as well in the healing process because it would, it's basically like acid. So it would just kind of eat away mm. at the skin. Mm -hmm. And when it would try to heal, scars do tend to heal right. thicker, darker. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was very disfiguring. So even if you had it like really badly and you lived, it was still... People probably you're, you're knew you were affected, affected by life. something. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so once you get through that initial um, exposure, the next things that start to come along are things like hair loss. You start to vomit blood diarrhea Ooh, sexy <laughs> just hey yeah looking <laughs> um, good girl <laughs> nausea and neuropathy would all set in okay uh, neuropathy is typically diabetics okay and um like cancer patients yeah are people who, who typically nowadays present neuropathy yeah. it's when you get like tingling sensations in your toes and in your fingers yep. you're very um far out extremities yes. yeah i i worked <clears> with a woman who I don't know what her history was, but I know she always had to be very cautious, like, every time she would take a step. Yes. Because she didn't really know, like, she couldn't feel it. So it was kind of like she was, like, watching where she was walking more than anything. Yes. Yep, yep. Um, I know I work with a lot of older clients as well yeah. who tend to have it. What neuropathy is like when it comes down to the body is it's just your nerves are misfiring and they're not finishing the communication out to the extended parts of your body. Um, the way your body typically works, most of your systems work from the middle out. So that's like when, if somebody, you know, shows symptoms of gangrene, I know it's a very extreme example, yeah. but it always starts with fingers and toes because your blood, 
that's the last part of you that your blood okay. flows out to. Okay. So with stuff like that, like blood flow, it's just taking a really long time to get to those portions of you. So you slowly start to lose those parts of your body. Neuropathy is kind of the same where it's your nerves instead of the blood. And so those signals aren't quite making it the whole way out to your fingers and your toes, especially. So that's why you tend to get like that fuzzy, sleepy, almost feeling. Okay. Um, I have heard from clients that it's very uncomfortable. And like with your example, it just causes a lot of um, like everyday discomfort and cautions. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a crappy thing just to add on top that you're shitting your brains out and throwing up. Blood. Blood and losing your hair all at the same time. Let's just throw in that you can't. And now you can't feel anything. <laughs> and now you can't feel your fingers or your toes. Um, so that's like the middle grade of your exposure. Um, if I had, So that's not like the worst. Oh, no. I have death on my notes okay. in, in big letters with <laughs> yeah. an exclamation mark. And that's the fourth um, okay. Line down. So if I had to put, uh, no, I'm not going to scratch that. Um, Were you going to order it? I was. I was going to try to put a timeline. Yeah. Of the of like exposure to death. Um, I'm not knowledgeable enough to to put those okay. kind of time stamps on it. Um, but, but suffice it to say, <laughs> if you end up getting to death, you've gone through the others. <laughs> if you've hit death, you've definitely exhausted all yeah. the other symptoms yeah. you poor poor soul <laughs> you're probably ready for it at that point oh absolutely yeah. this is the point where i feel like you're starting to kind of go in and out of like consciousness and being oh. there oh and it's only halfway through mm. <laughs> we'll go through okay. the next one and then i will say that would be okay with me to mm-hmm. after the diarrhea and all that stuff to not be where all to be with it all yeah yeah wherewithal yes yeah um, i stumbled there but i got it because this next part is like more of the um the body shutting down oh fun okay which i mean yeah i don't need to be there for that can't it can't yeah. be comfortable yeah. i don't want to have to acknowledge that i'm going through um cardiovascular and nervous systems shutting down Mm-mm. um so pretty much you're 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 done yeah. your heart is officially kind of like not able to supply the body properly so it's just like forget it we've got to get to like the extreme parts of it of uh where the blood needs to yeah. be um kidney and liver failure is also at this point um and I've never spoken to anyone who's gone through kidney failure. Mm-hmm. I have heard of a lot of people who have had typically their, you know, grandfather's fathers going through liver failure. And right. that sounds terrible. Um, you get uh, jaundiced. You start to just turn yellow from it, especially once you get to late stages of mm-hmm. it. Um, Is that a person? My dog had it. Oh. When I was younger. Yeah. So you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not on the same scale as a human. Um, <laughs> but bad nonetheless. I mean, I loved him. Absolutely. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and with kidney failure, too, both of these um, organs, your kidney and your liver, are your filters. So once that has started to shut down on you, <laughs> bless you. Thank you. 
um, kidney and livers are your detoxers. So once they start to shut down on you, like there's no getting rid of <laughs> of the toxins that are going through your body at that point. Um, so even so if you- On top of it, they're just going to build up. Yes. So even if you have other crap going on that's inside of you- It doesn't matter. Your body can't fend it off. So even though you're, you've been poisoned by arsenic, if you just have like a Joe Schmo cold or something, that could equally- act up on you because your body just can't fight it off okay. at that point because it is it has like priorities at that point okay um and then the final dun 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 i think i know what it is tell me Ooh, i don't want to be wrong <laughs> i don't want to be wrong you're right it starts with a d it does is it death it's totally is it death? death it's death <laughs> um and keep in mind though that was like a day, two, maybe three of symptoms. That's all it took to get from icky sores to death. It goes through you so quickly. And that blew my mind. It blew my mind. I didn't think that it was... I know, obviously, it's not good to be poisoned. That's yeah. pretty obvious. Um, I didn't realize that it was that quick, though. No, I didn't either. Um, now we have treatments. If you were to get <laughs> arsenic poisoning, which I hope y'all don't, um, you can be treated. You can absolutely be saved from it at this point. Um, you can go to the hospital and they will administer something called dimercaprol. That's what we'll go with. That sounds good. Um, it's an injection. And what it does is it localizes and it destroys the uh, cells that make up the arsenic itself. So it literally only oh, okay. attacks the Targeting. arsenic. Targeting, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you'd survive it, like 90% chance, if you were okay. to get poisoned nowadays. Um, but obviously they didn't have those types of treatments back in the day, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. I still don't like... I don't take any comfort in knowing that I can go to the hospital and be treated just fine. That terrifies me still. Yeah? Yeah. I, I mean, I feel good about it, knowing, like, knowing that they can save me. I'm I confident. don't like the idea that it could happen, though. Yes. I think that's my problem, is and I don't like, want it do to happen. That's what it was. Well, and that's go. what's going to come up in all of these is nobody knew because it was in everything it was in everything nobody thought that it could be the wallpaper that was killing somebody except these chemists who they were knew. keeping it hush hush they knew and they were still like nah go ahead and do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like <laughs> it'll be our secret Shh. yeah just don't tell anybody after you leave the office today but we're totally gonna put this product out mum's the word yeah like that <sighs> so disappointing yeah. So disappointing. Um, so another little fun fact about arsenic poisoning in particular. A lot of like, I don't know what they're called, but people who do like a lot with pop culture um, and kind of like piece things pop together. Pop culturologists. <laughs> pop culturologists. I like that and I want that to be my job now. <laughs> yeah. I, I want that to be the actual name for them can we kind of call ourselves that 
Yeah. Because this is technically dealing with pop culture. I'm down. Uh? Yeah. Well, pop cul- what, do, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a pop culturologist. <laughs> <laughs> I would it's, mess it up every it time. It's what it sounds like. <laughs> um... It's believed that, so when you see, like, the Mr. Ick stickers. Yes. Um, which I found out not everybody knows what those are. They're little green stickers with a sourpuss face on it. Um, you're supposed to put it on, like, your bleach and your cleaning products so that kids know, yep. do not Ick. consume this product. Yeah. Ick. Um, found out not everybody knows who Mr. Ick is, though. Mr. Icky? <laughs> Maybe he goes by different names. I've always called him Mr. Ick or Mr. Ew. Yeah. I like ick better. I do too. Um, it is actually. I say ew too much. Oh, I say it all the yeah. time. I say, say it all the time. <laughs> um, it's believed that he is green because arsenic, and we'll get into it too. I didn't mention it in the, the symptom symptoms because yeah. it's not actually a symptom of typical arsenic poisoning. It's more on the dye side. It turns people green um, by touching like the dye. It's obviously going to dye you green, and then in turn, you have arsenic all over your body. Um, but they believe that this is why the Mr. Ick and poison and, like, all of that stuff has it's been green. green in the face. It's like when people get sick, even on your phone in your emoji. Yeah, it's always green. He's green throwing up. Yeah. So, like, that's actually an arsenic poisoning uh, emoji, friends. Wow. Uh? Pop wow. culture. <laughs> um, however, that's kind of shifted a little bit because in, like, the 80s and 90s environmental um everything was green teams started yeah. really t- getting together and, and being concerned but more I about the climate you know change and stuff a face of someone vomiting <laughs> profusely and it's green uh, that it means not good yeah it doesn't mean like mother earth loves you <laughs> mother or... earth wants to throw up so yeah. much yeah <laughs> yeah so they kind of took over the the green equaling sick but it's still a very common um like trope yeah. In like cartoons and stuff, if someone gets sick, they instantly turn green. They believe that it was partially because of um, arsenic turning people green when they were severely overexposed oh, wow. to it. Yeah. Um, so I have a few. Um, well, before I get to that, another thing I wanted to mention too is um, we still use arsenic mm-hmm. in stuff. Um, it is definitely like trace amounts, right? Yes. Very small amounts that are not necessarily going to kill you tonight. I, <laughs> but over time? And, question mark. Because it's not FDA approved. Um, the FDA, and I, I will tell the story that this comes from um, in a moment, but the FDA ended up being called into this really big investigation in a factory that was doing artificial flowers. Okay. And so... Very innocuous thing. If anything, craft time. Right. You know. Right. Um, They had multiple deaths um, at one period that they actually had to come in and investigate it. And the doctor who investigated it was our good old buddy Napoleon's personal doctor. Oh. Yes. So... Um, that was just a total side note. Yeah. But what I wanted to mention is in that scenario, they ended up coming to the conclusion that they couldn't say that arsenic was poisonous enough to completely eradicate it and regulate it. So what they've done is they've just said a very small amount of, um, of arsenic that you can use in products. But uh, it was already a small amount that 
kills you, right? Yes. Yeah. So they never got so rid smaller. of it. They just said even. like, ooh, then maybe do you need it. You should use a little less. And the other scary part is that only happened in like early 19, I want to say like 1903. I had it written down somewhere. Of course, I'm not well prepared. Um, the investigation took place in 1859. Okay. And I think that it was a, such a long investigation and then it had to go through all the like hoops and ladders of getting regulations. It's like 50 years. But I think it was only in like the early 1900s where they finally said, you know, we don't think it's poisonous enough to say nay nay in products. So maybe just use like a lot less, but you can still use it. Wink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's why we still use it. Yep, and I don't think that it's really changed since the if early 1900s. so little, though, does it need to be in there at all? Well, and at this like, point, what do we Surely we have something for? that we could have used in, in place. Right. Now we can use, like, plant-based dyes and yeah. stuff. So I don't think that it's necessarily in plant, I mean, in plants, in um, dyes okay. or paint anymore. I think it's more so towards the more medicinal side of stuff. Okay. Um, don't quote me on that because that I didn't look up. <laughs> like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger? Apparently. Like medicine. Arsenic will put hair on your yeah. chest. Okay. I don't want any. And it will put you in the grave. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, an- another note about it too is um, a lot of people, like a lot of noble people used or took advantage of it. And that is more why it became popular as well as a as a dye. Um, Queen Victoria had green wallpaper all over her estate, her homestead, whatever you call it, her Which castle. Which, of course, now everyone wants. Yes. So, of course, everybody it. wanted it. Um, there was an empress. Don't know where she was from, um, but her name was Eugenia. Okay. And she came out to a big event, a big gala, and she was, like, one of the first people who wore one of these green dresses. And so, in turn, because she was an empress, everybody wanted to emulate yep. the empress. So, green dresses started to become more and more popular and were being requested more and more. Um, again, Napoleon had um, green wallpaper in his hideaway. Um I love that he had a wallpapered hideaway. <laughs> he did. It was like a... Like, re- it's not my main house. <laughs> well, he was it's kind of... It's my secret house. This is the point where he was a little bit... He was a lot of bit in trouble for yeah. his behavior and his yeah. conquests. Um, but yeah, he had green wallpaper. And I, I, I can't remember the name of it. My, my notes are so terrible. Um, but yeah, he had... He had the wallpaper, so they're pretty sure that even though, um, I forget what actually killed him, but stomach. He had um, something with his stomach, like stomach he, ulcers he had a or lot something. Of issues. That he poor had a, little he man. He had a lot of problems. <laughs> he did have a lot of problems. Um, but they believe that some of those stomach ulcers and stomach issues came from being overexposed to the green to his wallpaper. wallpaper. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, as we ushered things out with Paris Green, we obviously don't use it anymore. Super lethal. Absolutely no fucking reason to have it anymore yeah, at this no. point. Um, Can I also just say, I yeah. know it's not 
and I'm going to get us off topic for like two seconds here. That's fine. But every time you mention it, um, being in like some of their foods yeah. and, and their wallpaper, I keep picturing uh, the scene in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the original one. Where they're, where they're just licking the walls. <laughs> I feel like this arsenic tastes like arsenic. <laughs> and then they just go, they're done. Yep. <laughs> they die right there. Yep. That's it. They get ferried off in that little boat. Oh, absolutely. To some other weird The Oompas, weird place. Oompa Loompas come out and sing a song about not licking wallpaper. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Greedy. 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 <laughs> and then Willy Wonka's like, but make sure you save me some too for later. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Um, I believe it was Queen Elizabeth had, again, nobles had the green wallpaper in their homes. And uh, she had a courtier. Yes. Come to her, her, her home for whatever reason it was. And he started to fall ill as he stayed there longer. And he, for some reason, knew that it was because of the arsenic in the wallpaper and he had gone to Queen Elizabeth and said, hey, pretty sure the wallpaper in that room is making me sick. And in turn, that is part of the reason that it started to slowly um, be taken out of homes. Okay. And green became Good. less popular again. I was concerned again. you were going to say she was like, mm, deal with it. <laughs> but green is my favorite color. Yeah. <laughs> Young okay. sir. <laughs> okay. No, he actually had a hand in helping get rid of all of the wallpapers at least good that good. had the arsenic um dye in it and um yeah i'm glad she took him seriously i mean we'll d- we'll get into her a lot more when we get into the makeup topic yeah, she next, had next lots week more problems talk about her a little bit yeah because that wasn't the only place she used arsenic <laughs> absolutely um, so yeah <laughs> she probably all jokes aside couldn't tell where her symptoms were coming from no i feel like she as a person as much as i enjoy her i think she a lot of people got very sick i think because a lot of things <laughs> that she kind of made popular oh absolutely so, yeah yeah and we're sounding very cryptic now, but we promise it's literally the next episode. Yes. Like, yeah, literally next week. I don't yes. think we actually planned for her to come up between both topics. We didn't, but I'm glad. But it worked out yes. perfectly. Yes. So we're being cryptic now. We're not going to get super deep into it right now because that is Aaron's topic for the next episode. Um, so stay tuned if you would like to know what was up with Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a lot. There's a yeah. lot. It's going to be a lengthy uh, discussion, yeah. for sure, of her in particular. Yes. So I had mentioned that there was a really big investigation at the um, fake flower. Yes. Factory, I guess. Yes. It, it was a factory, Haley. It was definitely a factory. Um, so like I had said, there were just tons of people dying at this factory and nobody could really figure out what they were falling ill from um the factory couldn't the chemists knew and they right. were like shh don't say yeah. anything um but like Maybe i said they won't find out <laughs> <laughs> oh they're gonna find out yeah. <laughs> um the biggest death that happened her name was matilda shearer that's what we'll go with. Yeah. Um, she she died in the factory. 
And so she was the one that brought in the whole investigation. Um, yeah, you can't ignore it at that point. If there's a dead body in the factory, yeah. you've kind of on the floor. Got to address it. Over her, it's fine. Did you ever watch again off topic? Strangers with Candy. Yes. Yes. Dead body in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> when she's dating that yep. blonde blind guy. Yep. <laughs> dead body in the pool. Mm. Everybody out of the pool. <laughs> Such a good show. <laughs> Um, but a lot of other people who <laughs> who were passing would leave, finish their shifts. They'd go home and they'd pass by the time their next right. work shift came around. They were thoughtful. They were thoughtful. They did not do it on the work yeah. uh, work uh, time clock. But poor old Matilda, she she didn't get get out that easily. And she was actually really young. She was only in like her early twenties, maybe late teens. Um, but again. Everybody was dead. It by affected the time they were in everybody. <laughs> That's true. So she was kind of middle aged. <laughs> she was middle aged at that point on the scale. She was nineteen. She was already on her way out. <laughs> she was like equivalent to seventy or eighty yeah. at that point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so doctors were called in, and all they were told was that people were getting sick, and men were presenting certain symptoms, and women were presenting different symptoms, but they were specific to their sexes okay and that is going to come up and there will be an explanation of why um so actually now uh so what the doctors would find was that um with the men uh they had a job i i don't know it, it there was a name for it but it was a very like french german swedish depending on where we are right now okay. um name that i wasn't even gonna attempt yeah. to say um but the men applied the dye to the to the items of whatever they were dyeing. So at this part, um, at this factory, the men were doing sheets of fabrics because again they were doing artificial flowers. So they, excuse me, they would just do sheets of dye and they would dip it in up to their elbows, pull it out, and it would hit basically chest, groin, upper legs. So they were exposed all day, every day. All day, every everybody was, yeah, for sure. Um, but men in particular, because of having that job, were very affected by it and had very specific symptoms. Um, men would start with sores and ulcers all over their forearms, mm-hmm. their hands. Um, their nails would start to turn green, and their hands would start to turn green, obviously from the dye. Um, but that just goes into the overexposure right. that it was being consistently and they're probably just the thinking oh it's because my hands were in dye yeah you know like now you know when someone's doing um a lot of like hair coloring <clears throat> yes in a salon you know you're they're thinking okay well i was you know coloring this person's hair that person's hair by the end of the day if they didn't protect it their nails will usually kind of start to turn yeah so they probably weren't even thinking like yeah this is because of arsenic <laughs> i have arsenic building up in my body right yeah. yeah it was no i just dyed all of those fabrics today wow. so imagine that um back to the ulcers though one finger quotes weird because it makes sense to us now was that um the ulcers weren't just all over their arms and their hands it was actually in their groins and like on their parts as well um i did make the mistake was there a reduction in population at the time? Like, was there a time when just like, wow, there aren't any babies being born? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Because no one wants to look at that. But see, that's the thing. Back to the consistency of STDs. 
Yeah. They were rampant, so I don't think anyone cared. Just everyone. And I feel like, in all fairness, jokes Oh, you have some boils? Me too. (laughs) Herpes would be my first thought. Now, like I started to say, I did make the mistake of looking up pictures. (laughs) Yeah. Of arsenic poisoning. Yeah. And for this. For males in particular. <laughs> and for this. Just out of curiosity. In particular. Yeah. And the doctor specifically noted that there was um, groin and like bits. Yeah. Covered in ulcers. So those pictures came up. Yep. Ooh. 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 Don't do it. Don't make that mistake. I looked it up for you. Anytime <laughs> someone tells me not to. You're going I usually, to. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to. Yeah. And they're I like, will, and then I'll yell at you for telling me about it. <laughs> of course, yeah. I'll hear it for sure. Um, but the, the the ulcers weren't just like like a clean blister where you get like the little bubble over it, and everybody's like, "Oh, that looks oh, like they it like hurts." Oozy. It was like ooey gooey, pussy, open, weeping wounds. And it, again, wasn't just I'm rubbing my arms when I'm saying this, but it that was in their inner thighs yeah. and on their bits. And nobody stopped to think, what's going on here? They just must have been like, oh. The fact that they're like, oh, again, it's like, what were they? It was that Jane generally, yeah. <laughs> down at the the club again. Yep, yep. Damn Jane. There she was. <laughs> um, and also on their, their legs in general. Okay. Men tended to have a lot of just... Um, exposure symptoms. So the fact that nobody and, saw any of this as an issue of something bigger, though, until someone died on their hands, was when they finally acknowledged it. Like, come on, bruh. I can't with people, and people haven't gotten any Mm-mm. better. Either. No. <laughs> um, so then, with the women, um, they were in charge of taking all of those fabrics. They did the tedious small work yep so they would like trim the fabrics mold it into the shape of the flowers that they were making um so it was in terms of physical exposure it was limited to mostly their hands okay however they had a lot of like i don't know what to call them not ex they're external but not external but internal but not internal um they would have like poor appetites they completely lost their appetites um to the point that people in the factory were becoming concerned. And at this time, there were no workers' rights. So for people to be concerned that these women were straight up yeah. losing their appetites is saying a lot. Now that it, it was like, long. applaud them. Yes. Like, tell me your secret. Yes. Yeah. Shedding all this weight. And then they're like, ooh, but she's losing a little too much. Yeah. Like, she's sickly. Like, now it's not yeah. cute. Yeah. And, like, there were other symptoms, too. Um, consistent or constant headaches. They would lose their hair. They were anemic. Um they also became very pale from the exposure. Um, all which, symptoms of death. <laughs> all symptoms of death. It was just a very long yeah. death considering how much less the women were being exposed to right. it. Um, it was a lot less consistent than the men who were dipping the dye and having it all over themselves. Um, so, yeah. They, they brought in these doctors. They started, you know, poking around. And they finally realized that it had to be the arsenic. Um, Matilda died of exposure in the factory, like I said. Um, they did eventually rule it as an accidental poisoning. 
which is bogus. I, I think that, again, there weren't a whole lot of like workers' rights and, and women's rights in particular, yeah. um, especially in factory work. I feel like people back then, though, too, they didn't really, the police weren't really like respected necessarily. <laughs> like they weren't all on the up and up. So yes. I kind of feel like what kind of like kickback, you know, were they getting from like the factory? Right. Like if. Don't mess with our dollar. Right. And like, is the community dependent on that factory being there? Right. Yes. Because if so, you don't really want to. You don't want to rock it. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, I say that very lightheartedly in that the developers should have addressed it at that point. Mm -hmm. If it were 2021 and that were happening, what did I call them? Wilhelm's dies? Yeah. Would have absolutely been at the forefront. There would have had to have at least been a press conference acknowledging their products were causing these problems. Yep. Um, But back in the day... It was just an accidental poisoning. Um, And in Matilda, one of the creepier parts of her death was when they did her autopsy, they opened her eyes and the whites of her eyes were dyed green from the exposure. Yeah. And no one... Nobody you brought have green it up. Eyes, you're losing your hair. <laughs> you're you losing look like weight. A skeleton. Yeah. You're green. Yep. Everywhere. But never acknowledged. But not an issue. The green eyes. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. So she was that exposed that it was literally covering any white parts of her body. Wow. Yeah. Sclera is what the white part of your eye, I think, is called. Um. So yeah, that was the that was the big investigation that kind of brought the arsenic issue yeah. to the surface. Um, that's when the it wasn't called the FDA at the time. Um, I don't think I have it written down what the the department like would have been called. Too. But it would have been the precursor to um, the FDA came in and they said it's not enough. Well, I mean it's it's enough to cause problems, but we don't want to totally take out this this ingredient. So like just use a little bit less. And we'll call it a wow. day, right? And then they probably did some like bro handshake. I was gonna say, yeah, like a backdoor <laughs> handshake kind of thing. And then like Moon walked out of the room. I don't know, that's what I pictured in my head. Um another I'm another... picturing them moonwalking now too. <laughs> right? You yeah, can't help I it. Like it. <laughs> Just like a... Some like old-timey, like, I don't know, like viola music or something like happening in the background. I was thinking something like... That's more fun. Right? That's more fun. Okay, wait. Tips it's 1903 hat. now, right? Yeah, so it's okay, a little before. Okay, I was going before. back to like the 1800s. Okay. This Did they is... have uh, Victrolas then? <laughs> I like those old, like the golden The crank ones, record? though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just a... Uh, one man band. And you just speed it up really fast if he needs to make a quick exit. <laughs> yeah. When in doubt, get the uh, shepherd's hook and just pull him off yeah, the stage. Yep, yep. <laughs> pull him out the door. Bow, and that was bow, the end bow, of it. Bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, one other story that I found um, about the, the like, mysterious poisoning was um, in 19... Nope. In 1862. <laughs> 1962 was way too recent. Um, there was a family, they were called the Turner family, I believe. They called in a physician, it was physician Odin. Um, Ooh, they, you would, if you can't trust someone named Odin, <laughs> right? I mean, who can you trust? I mean, that was his last name. It was Thomas Odin. Oh. 
But nonetheless, Dr. Odin. I wanted his name to be like Odin Allfather. Oh, no. <laughs> like that. That, was, that was his last name. I'm sorry okay. to let you down. No, it's all right. Um, he was called in to the Turner family home. They had mysteriously lost three daughters to an illness that nobody could give them any ideas on what, what it could be. Um, they had a fourth daughter who was ill when the doctor came in to do the investigation. And um, he brought it down to, again, the green wallpaper. They also had green carpeting in the home as well. So it was all this Paris green dye. Um, unfortunately, they did lose that fourth daughter um, because there wasn't really any cure yeah. anything that they could give her at that point um but dr i'm sorry i read my handwriting wrong it's orton which wow is very that's different very from different. odin very different <laughs> apologies correction to what i said earlier i'm picturing a completely different human now <laughs> it was dr thomas orton not odin i'd go to dr odin yeah i would too <laughs> But he was one of the the main physicians outside of Napoleon's okay. doctor, he was who already like had big, a name. The big guys, but they were more of the the, the two biggers. Yeah, who kind of like broke the case okay. of these mysterious illnesses that people were falling down with. Um, he he did write. I read one of his like medical. I guess it would have been a journal um, where he was devastated that he couldn't save that last daughter um i don't know what his life ended up being like afterwards but i know that this epidemic of a mysterious illness was definitely taking its toll on a lot of people who were fighting it kind of like the healthcare workers right now are burning out and getting getting the shits yeah. of it um the, the the doctors were getting to the point of that during this as well um it was a big thing it wasn't just uh limited to to europe if i remember i am pretty sure that the artificial flower factory was in the u.s so checks out again it yep. wasn't just european at this point it was definitely in america as well um and then i kind of the last story that i had i kind of threw it in already because i had to explain that his doctor was one of the investigating physicians of the the factory Napoleon. was Napoleon. Yeah. Um, again, he, they believe that part of his stomach issues and stomach ailments that ended up being the cause of his death were actually caused by um, wallpaper, green wallpaper. So even down to nobody was, was safe <laughs> from it. Wow. So yeah, all because this one specific, what was it? Wilhelm dies. Wilhelm dies. Um, I don't know if it was like a. I don't want to say like a sister company. If it was one company, um, White Lead Co. is also a namesake for uh, the develop or the company that also checks out. Because we're going to be discussing both arsenic and lead yes. next week yeah. in a lot of preparation. So I was kind of wondering if that was going to come in at all. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I feel like there were no 
no concerns from anybody really about what they were putting in their products as long as it no. gave the effect that people wanted. Yeah, as, as long as it did what you wanted it to do. Yes. Yep. Now, in the future, do I think that we're going to look at a lot of the products that we've been using and feel the same way? A hundred percent. Yes. There's absolutely going to be more research done, and we're going to learn that a lot of stuff that we use now still probably isn't the safest. And I think a lot of people are going to be amazed to know, too, that like again that whole organic it doesn't mean anything yeah like it can come from nature and kill you oh absolutely we're going to be talking about some some of that stuff too coming up yeah Um, (laughs) yeah so it's not just like chemical wise no people were using dangerous herbs dangerous flowers and plants in products as well so we we can't just blame man-made. Although I do think that it's super irresponsible and really shitty of Mr. Scheel and Wilhelm Die and White Lead Co. To know. To know to that know this was that dangerous. To know that into the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And still letting people use it, passing and getting false death listings, accidental poisoning. Yeah. Scheel. You knew that that was poisonous, sir. Come on. He didn't die. No, I didn't look up to see what happened to him because I was so disgusted when I saw yeah, that he like, knew. I don't even want to know. <laughs> I was like, I hope he died yeah. a horrible death and he was avenged by his, his, not patients, um, <laughs> clients, I guess would yeah. be appropriate. Deaths were avenged in his death as well. Yeah. But I didn't look it up. So if anybody wants to look it up and let us know on the good old Instagram. Oh, but not if it's disappointing. Yeah, don't tell us if he lived yeah. a happy life and just died old. I only want to hear if, like, he accidentally <laughs> yeah, was exposed. something terrible happened to him. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even have to be uh, uh, to do with the die. Mm-hmm. Like, if he was just, like, just hit by bad. a double-decker bus or something, like, please yeah. let me know. <laughs> but I didn't look it up. So I don't know what, what happened to him. <laughs> I kind of want to, but I don't also. I'm a little... Because, again, I don't want to be disappointed. I'm a little curious, but same. I don't want to be... I don't want to be disappointed in the answer because I feel like it might not be what we want to hear. Are you looking it up right now? (laughs) I am looking it up. Oh, get out. (laughs) Is it good for us? Absolutely. Oh, good. Okay. Carl Wilhelm Scheele. Yes. So the Wilhelm dies must have been his on top of it, which makes me even angrier. Um, It was cumulative exposure to arsenic, mercury, (gasps) lead, their compounds, and perhaps hydrofluoric acid. Good. Which he had discovered, as well as other substances, took their toll on Scheele, who died at an early age of 43 years old. Doctors will tell you that he died of mercury poisoning. So nonetheless, even though it wasn't arsenic, yeah. one, he was exposed to it, which is just like poetic justice. Um, yeah, it's one of those things, like it wouldn't be so bad, like if people didn't know. You know, like if, yes. if he didn't know what he was dealing with, but the fact that he did. Yeah. Yeah, no. He deserved it. Don't like it, not on board. Nope. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would not do that again. Idiot. <laughs> 
All right. So that was all I have on uh, cool. Paris Good. Green. Good yeah. stuff. Right? Yeah. Nice and gross. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely some some gross symptoms yeah. for sure. I like it. Yeah. I like it though. Um, and it goes along pretty much with uh, what we're going to be discussing next week. Yes. Uh, so we're going to be discussing some of the same things. Uh, leads, different metals, uh, mercury, all of that good stuff. Um, but people like to apply it directly to their faces and their bodies. Ooh. Like on purpose. Again, knowing. Um, not going to get into it. There were deaths. And again, but uh, in this case, the people putting it on themselves uh, were aware of the side effects. Ooh. So it's not like they like purchased something like a dress or, you know, they had like wallpaper installed yes. or. Without like uh, an ingredients right. list, no, basically. They knew. They knew, and they still said, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do it. It's worth it. Uh Uh-huh. I was trying to think of a saying that says, isn't there something that's like... You're worth it from, like, (laughs) L'Oreal? No. (laughs) No, but that's kind of funny, too, topically. No, isn't there, like, something along the lines of, like... I'm absolutely paraphrasing and making it super simple in two words, but, like, beauty kills. Like, to die for beauty. Uh, like beauty is pain. Beauty is pain. Pa- pain is beauty. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. That is pretty much the quintessential example yes. of that statement. And they were willing to have that happen uh, so they could look cute. Hey, I mean. Men and women. Yep. I'd say you got to do what you got to do, but. But you I, don't got to do it. <laughs> but you don't got to. <laughs> you didn't have to. <laughs> All right, friends. Well, thank you for joining us. For round three, um, we hope that you've been enjoying it so far because we have so many more topics that mm-hmm. we are going to be covering. Um, don't don't expect us to um, lighten up on the ooky spooky. No, I feel like we've slowly transitioned you guys into we did. this episode yeah. or this uh, podcast yeah like i said in that first episode it's kind of that like false sense of security <laughs> yeah like it's gonna be all right guys we'll take it easy on you yeah no um, it's yeah, getting no. worse it's yep <laughs> um also while we're here yeah we would like to send a small shout out to the space that has been allowing us to yes. record this show for you lovely peeps um we're recording in lancaster pa at the candy factory it's called the candy factory it's a little co-working space Mm -hmm. um bonus recording studio as well yep great team awesome people here to help us one in particular yeah that we have (laughs) to uh talk about you guys can thank him or blame him (laughs) it is uh, your choice (laughs) uh, being with you today (laughs) um yeah so his name is jose johnson Um, He is one of the head people here at the media studio for the Candy Factory. Um, He puts up with us a lot. He has been put through um, having to listen to us. We put through the ringer every week. Every week. Every time. Even when we're not here. (laughs) We can't tell. We still find ways to bother him. (laughs) Whether he is disgusted by our discussions or if he is interested. Um, I like to think um, he's chuckling inwardly. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't want to let us know directly that we're entertaining. Yeah. Um, But definitely huge shout out to him. Um, Jason over in media too. He has been helping us out low key as well. And then of course, Ann Kirby, who is in charge of the candy factory. Thank you guys. Thank you for letting us be pains in your butt for the last couple weeks here. But we appreciate you. We're having a good time here. Yep. And it's a one-stop shop. 
So thank you, thank you, thank you. We we genuinely appreciate you guys, though. Yes. Um, yeah, guys. So we appreciate the Candy Factory. We appreciate Jose, Jason, Anne. Uh, and honestly, we appreciate all of you being willing to also put up with us <laughs> yes. week after week here. <laughs> um, so on that note, I'm Aaron. I'm Haley. This is Am I Pretty Now podcast. And until next time, stay spooky, friends. Ooh. <laughs>